0: Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. Welcome to today's episode of the Top 5 Podcast and I'm delighted to be interviewing my co-host, Lindsay Adams.
1: Thanks, Rail. It's it's great to be here.
0: So, Lindsay, in our last episode that we recorded together, you, you spoke about how to build relationships quickly and the last of your five tips was to consider your key four. So I'd like to explore that on this episode and get a lot deeper into building your key for alliance and top five tips for doing that. So where would you start?
1: Okay. So tip number one to building a key for alliance group is you've got to get really clear on who's your target market. Uh, so let me, let me just quickly go over this key four concept again. Everybody look at your hand. Your thumb is you. Your four fingers are referral partners. The palm of your hand is your target market. And so you've got to be clear about who, who's your target market. Now, think of a target market like a, like a dartboard. So in the dartboard, you've got um, the bullseye in the middle and the, and the rings that go out from there. What happens when you throw a dart into the bullseye, rail? What, what do you get?
0: You, you jump up and down because you've actually done it, but you get 50 points.
1: Yeah, you, you know, in most houses, it's 50 points. It's a big score. Um, I, I used to say it was the highest score on the board until someone uh, very wisely pointed out that actually triple 20 is a higher score than 50. Okay, you're right. But the bullseye, it's, it's hard to hit. And, and so think about the bullseye as your target market. There's, there's a lot of people out there. And I've, I've asked this question time and again at conferences. And I say to people, um, who's your target market? And I've had people go, oh, I can work with anybody. Well, yes, you can. But, you know, we've got to narrow it down. And so with your target market, you want to think about, um, you know, how do you narrow it down? And so I asked the question of uh, I was working with a young guy. He was a financial planner. And I said, who's your target market? And he said, uh, I've been thinking about that. And uh, I want to work with young professionals. And I went, oh, okay, well, what, what, what's a young professional? And he said, oh, someone in the 30 to 40-year age bracket, you know, accountant, lawyer, architect, you know, uh, okay, I get that. And he said, I've got more. I said, okay, what else? He said, if they're in a partnership, like husband and wife or, or partners, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, and the other partner has to work and have an income. So they both have to earn an income. They don't have to, the second person doesn't need to be professional, but they both got to have an income. The next uh, de- uh, part of his definition was they had to be willing to accept risk. So they, they were going to invest, but they had to be willing to take risk. I said, wow, okay, so can you see if you start with a dartboard, you start with anyone, and then you start to bring it in and bring it in when you when you start to in, uh, include those parameters. I said, okay, well, that, that's really good. Have you got anything else? He said, oh, that's that's it for a start. I said, but how else could you narrow that down? And he went, oh, I don't know. And I said, well, what if you drew an imaginary line around your office in a circle of say twenty kilometres? And I said, if you worked with young professionals who are willing to take risk, who earn, you know, a certain amount of money within a 20-kilometre radius of your office. And he went, oh. He said, but hang on a sec. I'm in Brisbane and I've got got a client in Adelaide already. I said, that's okay. But, you know, if we're thinking about the target market for the future, the ideal uh, target market, you know, would that narrow it down more? He said, yes, it would. I said, okay. Um, What about some other things like um, being fun to work with? or being, uh, you know, satisfying to work with. He went, oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely critical. You know, I, I don't want to work with, you know, um, um, humbugs and, um, you know, nasty people. And so when you think about it, the more precise you can be with the description of your target market, <clears throat> the easier it becomes then to uh, target those people. And so when you go out and uh, are looking for business, it's, it's easier to target those people and it's clearer when you describe to other people what you're looking for.
0: Absolutely. And that's a, I love the fact of how you've narrowed it. I mean, we, you know, in financial service always joke about, you know, who's the ideal client? We'll hold a mirror and if it, hold a mirror <laughs> by their mouth and if it fogs up, you know, that's a good client. But, but you're right, you know, we do our natural selection but I don't think we do it in a formal enough way. So so you've got your target market. What do you do then?
1: Okay, so tip number two is identify who in your network shares that same target market. So go back to the look at your hand. There's there's your thumb. You've got your target market. That's the palm of your hand. Your fingers are the other four people. They're your key four, and they're the key to unlocking more referral business for you. So um, if you think about it, I do a lot of work with with um, the disc assessment, and my target market are coaches, consultants, uh, trainers, and speakers. And so I um, I sell uh, disc assessments to them at a wholesale price, which they can use with their clients, and and uh, you know for to on-sell at a retail price so they can they can add a small margin add another stream of income to their business uh and uh so my target market uh coaches consultants trainers right speakers who do i know who deals with coaches consultants trainers speakers well um I have an alliance, I have one of my key four is uh, a woman that runs a whole stable of coaches. She has a coaching directory on a website um, and and has access to um, hundreds of coaches. I have um, another uh, alliance with the uh, Institute of Learning Practitioners. So in that group, there's coaches, consultants, trainers, speakers. Uh, I have another alliance with uh, another association of, of coaches. You've heard of, probably heard of the International Coach Federation. Uh, and I have another alliance with uh, another uh, group of um, uh, another association of coaches who are based in Brisbane. It's a smaller group. But I've got someone in each of those groups that I have a connection with who can introduce me to my target market. And and the beauty is then that for each of those people, I can refer coaches, consultants back to them. And so, um, you know, whenever I'm talking to a coach, I ask them, do you have yourself listed on any directories on the internet? Oh, well, now I've got my website. Well, I can put you in touch with blah, 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 who could list you on their directory, which widens your, your scope, your reach. And so you've got to think about this network, these key four, as people that you can refer business to and they can refer business to you. So it's a two-way street. So uh, think carefully, identify your target market, get that really clear, and then think about who's the other four people uh, who, who could then refer to you. And and have a think about this too, Raelle. Um, You can have more than one key four. So you could have um, a second key for that goes off in a different direction totally. So, uh, the, but be careful—you can't have too many because you spread yourself too thin.
0: So, so Lindsay, so you you've now got clear about who your target market is. You found other people who share the target market, and I'm assuming there that they don't compete with you—that you're in. You're in complementary businesses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry, I, I probably missed that little, that very important piece. They don't compete with you because uh, you don't want to be fighting over a customer.
0: And so now I know you have a number of grandchildren, but but your third tip, and uh, in the next, in the process of building the key four alliance, you've been reading ahead, haven't you? It's invite them to play, and uh, it's not about
1: playing. Uh, on the uh, the swings in the backyard with the grandkids? No, it's not. Um, it's it's really about inviting them to come and join with you uh, to make some money. And so uh, typically my invitation, you know, once I've, I've identified my target market, I've identified potential uh, referral partners, you know, my key four, but, you know, some people I've approached and they go, Lindsay, you know, great concept, not interested. Lindsay, great concept, I'm so busy, I just couldn't possibly. Um, Lindsay, great concept, um, I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm committed elsewhere. And so not ev- not everyone's the perfect fit. So think about who do you know in your network that shares your target market, doesn't compete with you, <clears throat> and is interested in getting more business? And so here's my typical approach. It goes something like this, uh, and I'll use you as the guinea pig, Rail. Hey, Rail. you um, uh, are you interested in getting more business? What's what's probably the standard answer to that question?
0: Yes, give me more
1: business. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, there's you know, to be fair, there are people who who I've I've asked that question to, and they said, well, that depends. Um, you know, I'm really busy at the moment. I'm flat chat. I'm you know, what are you thinking? And so, it's really about um, inviting them to have a conversation, and then helping them understand the concept and how it works so that you're going to support them and they're going to support you because when you think about it this key four they are they become your unpaid sales team and so they're working for you so every conversation that you have at a business networking event or on the telephone with your clients or prospects you need to be thinking about can I do business with this person and if not me could one of my key four be doing business with them? And so I've had many conversations at networking events where the person I'm talking to is, uh, I'm not going to do business with them, but I know that one of my key four could. And so that's where I put my sales hat on and begin to sell for them. So it's really about helping them understand the concept and inviting them to uh, participate in the group and, and you've got to set some parameters and there's some other things to do in the group. So why don't we move on and, and I'll talk tell you about that.
0: Okay, so, so you invited them to play What's Next.
1: Okay, so the next step, tip number four, is to educate them. And so once they agree to the concept, you've actually got to sit down with them and help them understand your business. Uh, you want them to know what you sell, who's your ideal client, and the kind of business that you're looking for. So get out that dartboard again and help them come into the, to the bullseye so that they get the best client for you. Uh, now, every now and again people say to me, but but if I um, you know, if I jag a client which is an outer ring on the bulls on the on the dartboard, should I still do business with them? Well, maybe. Uh, you know, if you've got nothing else happening on that Tuesday, well, sure, do business with them. But really, we want to be aiming for the bullseye kind of people. So we've got to educate these referral partners. And so it's really a matter of having a session where you sit down and you teach them the kind of business you want to do, how you would sell it. Um, You may share brochures with them. You might share, you might go through your website with them. Um, You might prepare an email for them. Uh, so that they know exactly what to say on your behalf. Now, once you've finished educating them about you, then the boot's on the other foot. They've got to educate you about them. And then the ideal world will be where um, the four, the five of you get together, so that's you and your key four partners all get together in a room and um cross-educate everyone so you know it's a it's a five-person sales team looking to sell for five people not just one
0: so so Lindsay in your book you actually talk of something that I can see how it relates to all of this and that is never go networking alone always take (laughs) your wing buddy with you yeah and how does that fit into your key four alliance
1: okay so let's move on to tip number five, and that's motivate them. And so um, one of the strategies to motivate them is to actually go networking together. And I say, as you write in my book, never go networking alone. Uh, and, and here's how it works. When you go networking and you meet someone for the first time, you know that you could do business with them. But it sounds really bad when you say, oh, I'm the best. I'm the best keynote speaker this side of the black stump. And so when you say that, they immediately think, oh, boy, this guy's up himself, you know, he's full of air and I wouldn't want to, you know, do business with him. But imagine if you're with your wing buddy, one of your key four, and you meet someone and they, you know, they know who you're looking for, they know that you could do business with this person, and so they say, you know, Lindsay is one of the best speakers I've ever seen. Um, He's amazing at conferences, he's funny, He's, he's sharp, he, um, he knows his stuff backwards, and he delivers a quality product. He's probably the best speaker I've ever seen. Now, I my reaction to that would be, hey, whoa, calm down. Yeah, that's a bit much. You know, gee, that's very kind of you to say that, but I think he's exaggerated. Now, it's out on the table. They've said he's the best speaker I've ever seen. Um, I can graciously say, you know, I can sort of dampen that down a bit, but it's been said. Now, I can't say those words myself, not with any credibility. And so your wing buddy can really talk you up and uh, and amplify your best bits, um, and it doesn't sound like you're big noting yourself. And now, let me give you a real-life example. Um, I was doing a lot of work through my Chamber of Commerce. I befriended a couple of uh, bank managers um, in, in one of the uh, banks and we, you know, I, I had done a couple of presentations for uh, for the local branch and their, their select customers. And so uh, the bank manager said, you need to meet our regional manager. I reckon you'd be able to do some amazing work in the bank. And I said, well, uh, let's make that happen. They said, there's an event on, you know, next Tuesday fortnight, he'll be there. Let's all go together. So we all go together and we uh, this woman's name was Natalie. Natalie says to the regional manager, hey, Jerry, um, have you met Lindsay Adams? Well, no, I haven't. Well, Lindsay's doing, been, been doing some amazing work for us and our clients at the branch, and he's an incredible speaker. And, in fact, he does a lot of work teaching uh, business owners and salespeople how to do business by referral. I reckon he'd be great for our regional sales conference. And so Jerry says, well, Lindsay, that sounds really interesting. We should talk about that. And I said, oh, Jerry, oh, oh, I'd love that opportunity. Perhaps we could have a cup of coffee and discuss it. And he went, let's do that. And he immediately got out his phone and we booked a meeting. Now, if I had gone up to Jerry myself and said, Jerry, I'm Lindsay Adams. I'm a speaker. I teach business owners and salespeople how to do business by referral. You should book me for your regional conference. He's going to go, well, hang on a minute. Who are you? And what? And so can you see the difference by having a wing buddy who, you know, talks you up um, at just the right moment and and brings it home for you? So uh, it it ain't rocket science, rail,
0: and it does work. Absolutely. And having having worked with you for a number of years, I've got to understand the key four and really get to understand how it really works and grows your business by referral. So to summarize what we've spoken about today, the top five tips for building a key four lines are to get clear about who your target market is. Identify who in your network shares that target market, to invite them to play along with you, to educate them, and then to motivate them. Thank you, Lindsay Adams, for sharing this with us today.
1: Thanks, Ryan. It's been a pleasure.